Hello all you film freaks and movie maniacs out there. My name is Nolan Carr and I'd like to welcome you to the go-to podcast for all things cinema. But before you can ask any questions, just sit back, relax, as I present to you a Strawland Studio Productions Critiquing with Carr. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another edition of Critiquing with Carr, another great review on Favorite Film Friday. I'm so happy that you're back with us for another episode, so thanks for being here. As always, if you enjoy these reviews, do us a favor by subscribing on YouTube, following on the audio platforms, clicking that heart or like button, turning post notifications on those platforms so you can stay up to date with future episodes and when they release, as well as clicking that share button so you can help continue to grow the podcast with all your friends and family. Also, if you're looking for other ways and means of staying up to date with the podcast, do us a favor by following on Instagram at Critiquing with Car. Now, for today's review on Barrett Film Friday, we have a great movie. Maybe not necessarily great in terms of start to finish, which I'll say momentarily in my likes and dislikes, but a real mind schooler of a movie. Uh, I don't know what happens at the end. It's like, oh my gosh, you know this, but then no, because it changes at the end. We have a lot of great stuff to talk to you about today, so stay tight. We'll be right back, and we'll begin our process. Now, in today's review, we have a great yet very interesting movie to talk about today, and that is Fight Club. From start to finish, this movie is crazy. I mean, from the beginning, you, you understand it. Then once it gets to the end, you're like, holy shit, what the hell just happened? But before I say anything more about my thoughts on this movie, stay with us. we got to talk about some other things, and then we'll get to my final thoughts and ranking it at 10 Diamond Days after I say my likes and dislikes. This movie was directed by David Fincher. The screenwriter was Jim Ewells, and it was based off the book called Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk. It was produced by a few people named Art Linson, Sian Schaffen, and Rose Grayson Bell. The cast is as follows. Brad Pitt, Edward Norton, Helena Bonham Carter, Meatloaf, and Jared Leto. The cinematography was by Jeff Crennanworth. It was edited by James Haygood, and the music was also done by the Dust Brothers. The production companies were Fox 2000 Pictures, Regency Enterprises, and Linson Films. It was also distributed by 20th Century Fox. It was released on September 10th, 1999 at the Venice International Film Festival and on October 15th, 1999 in the United States nationally. The runtime is at 139 minutes. The budget for this movie was between 63 and $65 million, and the total box office gross for this movie was $101.2 million. In terms of accolades for this film, they were as follows. At the Academy Awards, it was nominated for Best Sound Editing. At the BAFTA Awards, it was nominated for Best Editing. At the Bloodbuster Entertainment Awards, Edward Norton won Favorite Supporting Actor in a Drama. Brad Pitt was nominated for Favorite Supporting Actor in a Drama and Helena Bonham Carter was nominated for Favorite Supporting Actress. At the Broadcast Film Critics Association Awards, David Fincher was nominated for Best Director. At the Chicago Film Critics Association Awards, Edward Norton was nominated for Best Actor. At the MTV Movie and TV Awards, it was nominated for Best Movie. Brad Pitt was nominated for Best Male Performance. Brad Pitt and Edward Norton were nominated for Best On-Screen Duo. And Brad Pitt versus Edward Norton was nominated for Best Fight. At the Las Vegas Film Critics Society Awards, Edward Norton was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, the Online Film Critics Society Awards, Edward Norton was nominated for Best Actor, and Brad Pitt was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. At the Satellite Awards, David Fincher was nominated for Best Director, Edward Norton was nominated for Best Actor, the movie was also nominated for Best Cinematography. And finally, at the Southeastern Film Critics Association Awards, Edward Norton was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. As I always like to do, now we will discuss the top 10 highest grossing films of that year's release being 1999. Coming number 10 was The Blair Witch Project. It was distributed by Artisan Entertainment. The box office total was $249 million. And the lead actors were Heather Donahue, Michael C. Williams, and Joshua Leonard. Coming number 9 was The Green Mile. It was distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. The box office total was $287 million. 
The lead actors were Tom Hanks, Michael Clark Duncan, and David Morse. Company number eight was Stuart Little. It was distributed by Columbia Pictures. The box office total was $202 million. And the lead actors were Michael J. Fox, Gina Davis, and Hugh Laurie. Company number seven was Runaway Bride. It was distributed by Paramount Pictures. Box office total was $309.5 million. The lead actors were Julia Roberts, Richard Gere, and Joan Cusack. Company number six was American Beauty. It was distributed by DreamWorks Pictures. The box office total was $356.3 million. The lead actors were Kevin Spacey, Annette Bening, and Thor Birch. Company number five was Tarzan. It was distributed by Walt Disney Studios. The total box office gross was $448.2 million. And the lead actors were Tony Goldwyn, Winnie Driver, and Glenn Coase. Company number four was The Matrix. It was distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. The box office total was $474.5 million. And the lead actors were Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, and Carrie Ann Moss. Company number three was Toy Story 2. It was distributed by Walt Disney Pictures and Pixar Animation Studios. The total box office gross was $531.3 million. The lead actors were Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, and Joan Cusack. Company number two was The Sixth Sense. It was distributed by Buena Vista. The total box office gross was $779.2 million. And the lead actors were Bruce Willis and Haley Joel Osment. And coming in at number one as the highest grossing film of 1999 was Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. It was distributed by 20th Century Fox. The total box office gross was $926.5 million. And the lead actors were Liam Neeson, Evan McGregor, and Natalie Portman. And now I will discuss with you my likes and dislikes of Fight Club. In the realm of cinematic experimentation, Fight Club stands as a bold testament to David Fincher's directorial prowess. From its innovative opening credits to the mind-bending revelation that echoes throughout the finale, film takes its viewers on an exhilarating yet disorienting journey. The movie's initial moments are nothing short of captivating. The innovative use of opening credits with the camera traversing through the barrel of a gun aimed at Edward Norton's character sets a tone of unease and anticipation. This unconventional approach seamlessly introduces us to the tumultuous world we are about to explore. Bob, aptly nicknamed Bitch Tit Bob, portrayed by Meatloaf, injects a dose of humor into the narrative. Brad Pitt's entrance as Tyler Durden is a masterstroke. The character's charismatic yet enigmatic nature keeps the audience on their toes, unsure of what to expect next. The decision of the narrator to bunk with Tyler after his apartment burns down is an unpredictable choice, setting the stage for an unorthodox relationship that follows. Tyler Durden's double life, appearing wealthy but residing in a dilapidated house, adds a layer of irony to his character. The partnership formed between Edward Norton's character and Tyler throughout the Fight Club is an intriguing dynamic. The film cleverly explores the attraction people have to Fight Club, transcending the confines of the bar where it takes place. As Fight Club grows in size, so does the twisted evolution of both Edward Norton's and Brad Pitt's characters. The disinterest and sense of being lost creeps in as Tyler's character shifts from chaotic good to chaotic evil. The narrator's passive acceptance of the criminal turn dampens the film's early momentum. The revelation that Tyler and the narrator are physically the same but mentally distinct is a mind-bending revelation. This thematic twist, while conceptually intriguing, contributes to a loss of enthusiasm and focus, especially as the film takes a turn towards a cat-and-mouse chase across the country. In conclusion, Fight Club initiates with promise, exploring unconventional themes and pushing the boundaries of narrative storytelling. The exceptional performances by Edward Norton and Brad Pitt anchor the film, providing a compelling showcase of their acting prowess. The movie's length is well calibrated, yet, as the film ventures into the criminal enterprise territory, it loses some of its initial luster. The lack of proactive action from the narrator during this phase raises questions about the film's overall narrative arc. Despite its flaws, Fight Club remains a noteworthy entry into the cinematic landscape. Its impact is undeniable, sparking conversations and reflections in societal norms, identity, and the consequences of unchecked rebellion. In the realm of cinematic exploration, Fight Club has left an indelible mark. Whether or not one resonates with its unconventional narrative journey, 
the film's ability to provoke thought and discussion is a testament to its enduring relevance. And that's why, unfortunately, I'm only able to give Fight Club a 6 out of 10 on the Diamond Dave scale. Although the majority of the movie is worth watching and entertaining, the tail end of it is lackluster and falls short of being one of the greatest of this current generation. If you've enjoyed this week's edition of the podcast, do us a favor by subscribing on YouTube, following on the audio platforms, clicking that heart or like button, turning on post notifications so you're up to date with news and updates regarding the podcast on those platforms, as well as clicking that share arrow so you can help continue to grow the podcast with all your friends and family. If you want other ways of staying up to date with the podcast, do us a favor by following on Instagram at Critiquing with Car. And with that, until next time, my film freaks and cinephiles, happy viewing.